0: The Antidote welcomes the members of Reliance to the show. Guys, thanks for coming.
1: It's good to be here. We appreciate you guys a lot. Our pleasure.
0: Can the two of you introduce yourselves and tell us where you fit in the band?
1: Well, my name is uh, Matthew Clark, and uh, I'm the, the drummer for Reliance. And uh, this guy right over here sitting next to me is my best friend. We've been playing together for quite some time. I would, I would say probably a good five years, huh? yeah. Something like that, and um, going on six. Yeah, and I do some backup vocals as well, and that's pretty much the gist of what I do. I do all, I do stuff on the outside too, and you know, behind scenes, and we help create, you know, what God puts on our heart to do. So,
0: but your tech person is your wife. Uh, my wife
1: is uh, our Barnabas. <laughs> <laughs> she is behind the scenes. She's a huge blessing.
0: Because she streamlined this so that we were able to talk together. That's right.
2: Uh, my name is Albert, and I play guitar and, and sing. I mean, you know, I do most of the song writing and um,
1: that's it. I'm terrible with tech.
0: And who are we missing?
1: Uh, we are missing uh, Kyle, um, who is actually uh, Albert's cousin, who's joined the band recently and uh, as the uh, second guitar player. And um, Robert, who lives in uh, San Pedro, California, California, and he is our bass player. Yeah,
2: Robert and me, actually, uh, we met when we were 12 in junior high, and uh, he was there when I first learned how to play, and and I kind of lost touch for a while. You know how sometimes you do with friends, you know, you kind of, oh, yeah, we used to play in this band together, and then, you know, you blink, and it's been (laughs) <laughs> you know 15 20 years and then you give him a call or something you're like hey man i'm playing in this band now so he really helped us out he came down and helped us uh record our latest cd because uh, we were kind of a lot in between bass players and i called him up and he was super about it and he came and it was kind of like his little test run, his trial run was recording the CD. We're like, look, <laughs> man, I'll sing you the songs. If you can learn them and you don't screw up the CD, then you're in the band. <laughs> and that's basically what he did. He, he did really good, and his chops are on point. So he did that. And yeah, you know, he's like one of my best friends like, that I've known forever. And uh, uh, my cousin Kyle, you know, we really wanted to. Um, find another guitar player we've been in search for a while and you know he's my cousin and it just made sense and you know one of the things that we wanted to do with this cd as opposed to crashing down like live is we wanted to make sure that we sounded as much as the cd as possible you know because in the studio you know you have all these ideas at least like my brain starts to work at 100 miles an hour in the studio so then i'm like oh man i want to have quadruple harmonies right here i want to have three sets of octaves and a solo going in the background it sounds really cool but when you play live and we're a three-piece you know people kind of feel cheated they're like they don't sound like the cd at all <laughs> <laughs> so I and want it's to make- true
0: some bands yeah. just don't sound all that great live
2: right i mean we never got really complaints that we weren't close but it was like we've had people say you guys don't sound like the cd And that used to bother me, but, you know, now with another guitar player and the fact that, you know, I encourage every band member to try to sing background vocals, to learn the harmony parts. Because I don't want to sound like the CD to the T live anyway, because you want to give people a different sound. You don't want to sound exactly to the T, but you want to kind of be able to do some of the harmonies and do the octaves and kind of, you know. For me, there was a lot of bands that I used to listen to where I used to look forward to like the octave part or to the harmonies, bands like Lagwagon and like Noise for Name. And when they would play live, I would look forward to that part. And if they didn't do it, I would have been furious.
0: <laughs> I know what you mean about bands sounding just like their CD. I went to one MXPX show, and it's like I might as well just put on a pair of headphones and exactly. listen to a CD. It was a boring show.
2: Right. And I think that with our songs... We get so pumped up with like adrenaline that like a lot of times when we play the songs live, I think they're faster.
1: We want to mix it up. Yeah. We want to mix it up. We play definitely with more aggression, and it's just another another opportunity to jam together and have a good time. And believe it or not, we continue to create when we play live. And uh, there's times when when we'll we'll end the show, we'll be talking amongst each other and be like, "Man, that riff that you put in was unbelievably cool," you know and And uh, which is not on the CD. That's why we love playing with one another, because we're not afraid to always create, you know.
2: I'm highly influenced by Pennywise, if you can't already tell. (laughs) I mean, it's one of my favorite bands, but the one thing that I liked about them is they were so powerful on the CD and live, and their riffs were fairly basic. It was just four or five chords, but it was the intensity that they played it with and like the way he sung that was just so in your face and just like it was so like memorable that's what i wanted a lot of our songs to sound like is it doesn't have to be tapping and solos and sweeps to kind of catch your ear i was like let's try to get them with straight up power 3 4 chords but let's play it like we mean it i think the fact that we play it aggressive is my main concern because if we don't feel it and you can't hear it on our CD, then it just becomes boring. You're like, eh, this band sounds like they're just going through the motions. I want to feel Matthew's bass from. I want to feel that role. I want to hear like the aggression and angst in Albert's voice. I want it to sound like he really believes the words he's saying. And nothing could be more truer with Christian music or music talking about faith. I mean, you got to sound like you really mean it. You're talking about faith, you're talking about life, we're talking about songs like life or death and and all these really powerful songs and it's like we want to make sure that we come off like we actually mean what we say
0: and you have incredibly sing-along style songs thanks man yeah that that's a good compliment
2: i was tell matthew when i come up with something new and you know what the way the rewrite is odd because i'm so cheap i don't buy any software um, I download the app on my phone that's like the voice recorder app. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll literally play a riff and I'll like sing nonsense on top of an acoustic riff and I'll say it to him, Hey bro, what do you think? He's like, eh, he needs a little work. I'm like, You hate it. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> then I'll go back to the drawing board while coming up. But it's kind of like what right, so I tell him, like if I sing you the hook and if you remember it after we hang up the phone. Then we're on to something. Mm-hmm. Because if you hear the whole thing that I've written, and in ten minutes you forgot all about it, it's not going to work as a song.
1: You know, and, and as well, when you say lots of energy and intensity in our music, um, our music is based on relationship, things that that we've experienced, and and the deliverance that God has to, uh, delivered us from. You know, the hard times and the rough times uh, that we've been through as a band, and uh, just life in general is very difficult, and so when i'm playing drums i'm a very lyrical drummer it's almost like living you know the song in a way because we've experienced so much together and we've seen god pull us through and this the emotion that that gives knowing that that god is for us and uh, and that that he's never let us down ever i think that has a lot to do with our energy and our intensity of our music and how we play
0: I did a search and found that your punk roots stretch back several years. Reliance used to be known as C-28. How does then compare to now?
1: Well, like I said, this band has been through so much, Dave. We've played the punk scene. We've played the bars. We've experienced a lot of resistance. And through all of that resistance, God has always brought us to the next level and it, this is so crazy about the story about c28 because c28 means commission 28 the great commission and so we went out and and we did that but um one day i just felt on my heart and we all did that there was something more than just c28 and i'll never forget it i was asking the lord do you want our band to be named c28 i just wasn't feeling that name much anymore and i, I didn't know why and one day i, I woke up early in the morning and God put on my heart, He would like our band to be called Reliance. Wow. And I and I called Albert and I told him and I said, Albert, listen, everything that we've been through, Albert, losing your fingers, all the persecution, the abuse, uh, everything that we've been through, we have always relied on God to pull us through. And he did. And so God put on my heart to change our name. And he's like, What, like to what? And I said, Reliance. I said, that's who we really are. We are men that God has chosen to write music and to go out and make a difference. And every aspect of our lives have been reliant on God. Yeah, but the message has
2: never changed. And that's what's important. Is the C28, Commission 28. God, we've had some God-awful names before we were called Commission 28. <laughs> And I'll be honest with you, before we call Commission 28, Matthew, and I'll put you on blast, our first <laughs> name was The God Squad. Yeah. <laughs> I was so bad. And then it was um, Beauty From Ashes, yeah. which was taken by like a screamo band. So, so we had to change that. And then Matthew calls me one day and says, hey, bro, how about Father's Table?
1: <laughs> do, do I was story- like, wait a minute. I was like, yuck. There's still a story behind that because... We were, we were at our indoor skate park and I was eating, I think it was like a cake or something. And on the cake sitting at the table, it said father's table. And that's actually a, a, like a bakery name, you know? And I'm like, Hey, how about father's table? <laughs> I just
2: laughed. I was yeah, like, that's the dumbest mad. name ever. Yeah. Yeah. So long story short, Dave, um, you know, C28 Reliance, same message, different band members, you know what I mean? We had to go through some persecution and find out that 100% in the secular scene wasn't going to work for us. It was just too much hassle and, and um, headache. So, I mean, we still will play secular shows. You know, we're not a- opposed to it, but we're not going out of our way to hit up 10 clubs in Arizona to get on all these bills and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. We, would, we would rather do, you know, outreaches or churches or, you know, we're not opposed to playing anywhere c28 was hungry for secular attention i was hungry to be accepted by the punk scene and that actually turned out to backfire because the punk scene is turned out to be very anti-christ and very against everything that we were and we were being nitpicked oh you're wearing a suicidal tenancy shirt you guys ain't christian oh you like pennywise you're not christian it was just starting to burn us out man i was just like this is, mm-hmm. this is not what i can't do this man this is this sucks.
0: So it was only a minor reinvention of the band, but maybe is that why Reborn came onto your Crashing Down EP?
2: Well, yeah. Well, we actually... It's weird because I wrote Reborn as C-28. So all the songs on the Crashing Down City were like, initially released as C-28, and the name of the album was actually called Once Blind. Okay. Yeah, so that had just come out two, three months later... We decided to change it to Reliance and we didn't want to shelve it, so we re-released it on Thumper Punk Records and we changed the name to Crashing Down. So it's actually all C28. This CD running is the only thing that we've ever done as a band, fresh as Reliance.
0: Reborn was a cheery song. Crashing Down, that went the opposite way. And it says, what we have now has wasted our lives, beaten down, will never be the same. Why are we here, and why do we try? It seems mm-hmm. like all we had has died away. right? That's harsh. So who was the song aimed at? Uh, well,
2: funny enough, I wrote that song about my uh, um my ex fiance and my child's mother. We had a really you know dysfunctional relationship for a while. We had a son together, and uh, you know, I actually wrote broken bottles and crashing down are 100% about her. You can actually take that in different ways, but they were actually relationship songs about the struggles that we had. And if you kind of listen to crashing down towards the end of the song, where I tell her, don't ever call my name, or you know, um, basically, whatever we had is long gone. They're basically empowering songs, like, I'm going to stand up for myself, and I refuse to be treated like this, and I can't believe that I wasted so much time in this dysfunctional relationship, and I'm going to really stand up and be who I was meant to be, and I'm not going to put up with this anymore. So the reason why those songs mean a lot to me is because I want somebody to hear it that maybe they're in an abusive relationship, or they're in a relationship where they feel trapped. But this is to kind of empower them to go, you know, I can get out of this. You know, I don't have to stay in this, stay away,
1: and I'm not going to be treated like this anymore. So that's what they kind of mean to me. And also, too, Dave, with, with that song, Crashing Down, it's like we have a real enemy in the world. And the bottom line is, is, is he came to steal, kill, and destroy. And I was able to use that song and minister him and say, look, the enemy works the same way in our lives, and so the song to me, Crashing Down, is just simply saying, you know, the world around us is falling apart. You know, there's hope. It's not the end all. It may be crashing around you, but it's not over for you. Jesus gives new life. He, he restores. He refreshes. He brings back uh, what was once broken. Uh, Jesus can restore. Boom.
0: Now, I've got a question for you. You talked about dropping out of playing bars, playing the club scene and just wanted to play Christian events. So then, who are you preaching to? Is it just to the the solid Christians?
2: No, No, that was why part of the response was, you know, we are still open to playing Mm -hmm. anywhere. Matter of fact, Dave, the very last show that Reliance played was in March, and that was at a local bar here in town. And there was three local bands, because we got asked to play, hey, man, You know, hey, we got some bands available, man. You guys want to play? Sure, man, we'll play. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, but there's a lot of Christian bands that we've talked to and associated to where they say, oh, my God, if uh, we were invited to play with secular bands, we would say no. And I'm like, you know what? If there's an opportunity for us to play, let's do it, man. Those people need to hear it just as much as anybody else. So it's like we're really open, but I do want to focus on having a balance of, Christian shows, and secular shows. Because I believe our music needs to be heard by everybody, man.
0: Let's carry on with the message that you're creating with Reliance by bringing in another track from the Crashing Down EP. Once Blind says, Sleeping with the swine, drowning in decline. There is only so much backsliding before you've fallen. (laughs) Are you saying that there are limits to forgiveness?
1: no absolutely not
2: there's a limit to what the definition of backsliding is and that i wrote that song about me matthew can attest here that i've backslid a lot of times and what we do a lot of times is we like to um rationalize getting uh lost back into our old sin or old habits say hey man i want to talk to you brother it kind of seems like you're falling back into your old this or that no i'm fine and i'm not backsliding i'm just kind of dabbling and dibbling and dabbling so i say that there's only so much before you officially are backsliding before you're officially saying yep i'm doing this again i'm on drugs again or i'm whatever the sin that the person was caught in there's only so much of that before you go you're officially backsliding dude
1: well yeah it brings that the two songs together with with crashing down and once blind and all of that is because like Albert was saying, being in the secular world only and playing those shows only and not being connected with uh, playing like uh, uh, outreaches and stuff like that, you can lose focus. Once saved, always saved. Absolutely. We, we believe that once you are saved, you're saved no matter what. But at the same time, we've got to realize that the enemy doesn't like us. So if he, if he can get the opportunity to just keep us in a place that is strictly secular. Sin is devious, man, and it's powerful. You talk about and, falling, too. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and basically backslide before right, you Right. And basically, what we're trying to say is don't think that you're above sin. Don't think that you're above falling or, or going back into your own ways just because you're saved and you're going to heaven. You see, that's when the enemy wants to attack even more. Yep. It's because he wants to try to stop you from making a difference in the world from, for, you know, he wants to try to stop you from being that light.
2: And then it's like, before you know it, man, the enemy is taking you off the path and you ain't even going to church. You ain't even singing about Jesus. You ain't even reading your Bible. You're, dude, you fell off, man. And there was a time in my life, a lot of times in Matthew, where I hung up the phone on God.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't even want to hear it because I know that I'm messing up and I don't want to hear you tell me that I'm messing up. Click.
0: I'd read that Reliance had another release called Redemption, but I wasn't able to track it down. So, note: don't tell me that you guys trashed it. No way. No.
2: It's actually available on Spotify right now.
0: Oh, I've heard of Spotify.
2: Yeah, so if yeah. you go on Spotify, well, I mean, it's <laughs> you can not off. I every-
0: don't use Spotify.
2: Well, um,. Redemption is readily available. Now, see so here it goes another thing with the name changing and rebranding is that um uh, it's available on Apple Music and it's available on Spotify and um you know like wherever you can stream music and you type in reliance, it's gonna have the redemption ep attached to it. The new CD is gonna be available on all streaming platforms this upcoming week. The redemption CD was our first real production and that was actually released as c28 and it was originally called never taste death that was our big introduction into the music scene as we did c28 never taste death and we actually played on that cd for like a, a year and a half and when we changed our name to reliance we were just going to add crashing down and that was it but we were like you know what man we spent a lot of time and money on that CD, let's just call it something else and let's you know make it part of our catalog. Yeah, I hate to say it, but we don't really ever play those songs anymore. Uh-uh. We should, because I like yeah. I still enjoy playing a couple songs from there, but we don't really play much of that stuff anymore unless people really want to hear it and they ask us to. But um, yeah, it was called Never Taste Death
1: originally.
0: It wasn't just the band name change that came around. You also changed labels because Crashing Down released through... Raven Faith Records in 2018. Now you're on, as you mentioned, Thumper Punk Records. Mm -hmm. And that same EP has been re-released through them. Yes. How is a label change going to affect the band?
2: Well, it's all about having a good team behind you. You know, having people that really believe in what you're doing and they believe in what you guys are about. And I'm not saying that Raven Faith did it. The only thing that I can say about the reason why we just chose to do one on Raven Faith and that we wanted to look like elsewhere. Raven Faith is cool. Kelly's a cool guy. You know, I don't have no problems with those guys whatsoever. We just wanted somebody that was a little bit more hands-on, you know what I mean? That kind of put a little more time into pumping us up. That really wanted to go out of his way to kind of get our band into more ears, into more people's, you know, minds. And it was like, when we talked to David from Thumper Punk, he really dug our tunes. He really wanted to help us out. he was like willing to go the extra mile before we even put anything else on. He's like, just as a fan, here's what I'm going to do. And he was like,
1: it was unbelievable. It was like,
2: he was just putting in the time, pumping us up. People were hitting us up. I was like, wow, he's done this. And we haven't even dropped anything with him yet.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm was- like, dude, this is like a no brainer, man. You want to give credit where credit's due, you know? He's earned that from us. And I believe, you know, i be honest, Dave, that this has just started. I mean, you know, we just dropped running.
1: Yeah. You know,
2: there's still a lot of stuff that, you know, that we're going to do with David. And uh, I told David, as soon as everything from the coronavirus and all this kind of craziness goes back to normal man, we're going to pay Dave back. And we're going to come and play shows in Northern Cali. We're going to do, we're going to start to put our money where our mouth is and really start to get out there and start Doing shows and pumping up Thumper Punk and helping him out when he needs a couple bands for shows. And I want to pay him back for all that he's doing right now for us.
0: Thumper Punk made a good choice because the Reliance EP running, it's killer. Thanks, man. Thank you. You know, the funny thing about it is that I find it's almost split equally between sad and joyful. So, (laughs) is that a reflection of your life?
1: Yep. And if I was to say anything else, I would be joking because life is full of ups and downs. The only thing that is certain is our relationship with Jesus, man. This world is full of uncertainty, even now, and it's getting worse. So, yes, this life that we live is full of pain. It's full of hurt. It's full of suffering. But Jesus said rejoice because God is producing faith through all of it. Life is just that way, Dave. And that's just the reality. It's just that, you know, we know that there's hope beyond the darkness. There's light in the dark.
2: Well, dude, plus, dude, we use in the life, bro. Like you said, it's split between happy and joyful. Therein lies the way that these songs are written, Mm -hmm. right? Right, yeah. I use all the experience that we've gone through because there's a song on there called Helpless, the first song on the CD. Mm -hmm. And that's about one of our friends that we
0: knew that died of a heroin overdose. And that's a brutal song. I mean, it says there's so much left to say we never got the chance. All that I had found was nothing you could use. And the saddest part is that there's nothing we could do.
2: Right, cuz you know what? Number 1, you know, it was about our friend here in town and you know, um he was going through a rough patch and we tried to help him and he, you know, like ultimately we tried to share our experience with them and we tried to get him clean and you know, he wasn't done yet and he had to go back out there and he ultimately passed away he overdosed not too long and i wanted to write a a song about him so you know if you listen to the theme of the songs i mean helpless you know um a friend that died of a heroin overdose stand tall was about all the friends that we lost and all the stuff that we were putting all of our importance into in the secular scene you know it was all about you know we're down not out this time we're all we have It was kind of like, you know, when all the smoke settled, everybody just bailed on us. Mm. You know, I mean, not everybody, but a majority. And it's like, you know, it's weird because when you start writing about your real life, it does kind of get split between happy, sad, and then some cool stuff. But like songs like Running, you know, that's all about people that we know that they're just like falling off the deep end. And, you know, we lose people to addiction all the time. We lose people to suicide and we lose people to just all kinds of craziness and I want to share that man I don't want to just pretend like you know like we're a pop punk band where like every song is just
0: positive and happy because that's not real life but what's different about you guys is that most Christian artists only bring positive messages into their music and that's why you don't fit that Christian band mold because you share the ups and downs so here's the question Does that make you rebels or heretics?
1: <laughs> I would say both. heretics. I would say, I would say, you know I would say that Rebeletics? would make us disciples of Jesus. Oh, that was
0: so smooth. <laughs> well,
2: that was the most Christian answer you could have said. Well, I
0: guess so, It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> the truth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, man. That being real, Dave, real. You know what I mean? Talk about real stuff. You know, dude, come on. You you even said yourself, you guys are Christian music that doesn't suck. Okay? Yeah. And the reason is is because talk about real stuff. People are like, remember when we heard when we did a crashing down? They're like, Oh, wait, if you're a Christian band, how come you guys have songs about relationships and like heartbreak? I'm like, Well, cause I'm not gonna act like every day is just, you know, like the sun's shining and birds are chirping. We go through a lot of stuff in our lives and why not sing about that? Every song doesn't have to be necessarily a praise and worship song you know you can actually be a real and talk about the troubles that you're going through or the
1: the pitfalls it doesn't always have to be so watered down the, the reality is this the stuff that we've been through dave you, you just met us so we have a past. We have same with you. Everybody that's listening right now has a past. They've suffered. They've been through so much, and they're probably still going through so much. I lost my wife of 22 years to, to malignant melanoma skin cancer. She was my first love out of high school, and she ended up getting cancer. My son got diagnosed shortly after that at 12 years old with uh, type 1 diabetes. Um, I, I've been through so much in my life. And that's just and- our drummer. You know, and and it goes on and on and on and on. But here's the thing. I love Jesus. He gives me hope. He gives me strength through through the darkness and through the hard time. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because God is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. I know how much he loves me. I know that there's hope beyond this life. We just want to be real because I believe that if we display our real life, to the world then we're going to be able to relate and we're, we're going to be able to be there to be a light to help them to love them with the love of jesus you tell them matt i don't <laughs> like candy coating things man you know this is who we are this is what we've been through yeah i do candy perfect.
2: coat bro check this out when somebody listens to the cd it's been proven people have very short attention spans and if you don't grab them quickly, they're going to lose
0: interest. Oh, I'm you know? sorry. Were you, were you just saying something? Exactly.
2: <laughs> and that's the way that I wrote the songs is because if you can't hook them in the first 30 seconds, I'm guilty of this. If somebody shows me like a new band and I'm scrolling through it and I've already gotten to track three and I'm bored, I won't even listen to the rest of it. I'm like, it has to catch me. It has to be something that's hooky or, or something. You know what I mean? I got to be able to grab onto it.
0: Well, let's talk about another one of those songs. You know, I have no idea when you wrote Stand Tall, but that really fits our COVID situation because the lyrics say, I have never felt this way, seeing people die and come and go before my eyes. Make the most of every day, all we have are temporary things that go away. Right. How are you guys making the most of every day?
1: Mm. Well, I'll go first, I guess. By loving my family by loving my brothers and sisters, by just spending time with them and knowing that uh, life is short. Life is a vapor. We're here today. We're gone tomorrow. We're not promised tomorrow. And the other thing is through my relationship with the Lord, man. And and that's just the bottom line. It's uh, I can stand tall through all of the situations and circumstances and the stuff that's going on in the world, because I know that there's a better place for us, man. I know that that God went and prepared a place for us where he is. We're going to be with him as well. And that gives us so much hope and encouragement, you know, to stand tall through this time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of funny, Dave, is Stand Tall was written like a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. And it was a song that we wrote. We kind of put together. I think we played it like once at a show years ago. And then we like shelved it. We're like, eh, that sounds like that good. Mm -hmm. And then, because I always like to dig back through like the archives sometimes and see if there was a riff or maybe a hook that might work. And then I found like an old um, recording of us playing it like in the garage. And I go, dude, this song is actually pretty good. So we like revamped it a few months before we went to go record the new CD. Mm -hmm. And you're right. It fits into the mold of everything that's going on right now. And it really put things into perspective. Man, it's a cool song. I I like it uh, because it can go over to any situation you're going through. It's a song that basically encourages people to not get beaten down, to not be defeated, to not put their lives and hearts into things that are just temporary, that are just like smoke and vapors. There's actually like a a line in that song that I wrote uh, initially. uh, It says, people always never stay the same. (laughs) <laughs> and now you know what that's 100 real life right there you know what i mean people change people always will let you down man will always let you down and we wanted to let them know that you know that that's just a real statement and we got to stand tall and you know stay plugged in with god and you know we want to make sure that during this time that we can cling to each other and you know what i mean and not really lose focus so
1: the way that I believe that we can love one another with a true love is don't expect that person never to, to let you down. You know, you definitely screw up every single day, and so does everybody in this world because nobody is perfect. People are going to let you down, but you know what? I love you even though you did let me down. And that's, I believe, with all my heart, that's looking through the eyes of Jesus.
0: Well, I guess it's about time for us to finish up here. Can I put the two of you on the spot? And have you choose a reliance song to close up the show? And tell us why you chose that one.
2: Well, let's play something off of like our new album. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know, man. What do you think, brother? You know, how about Life or Death? That one's cool. Life or Death, yeah, I like that one. Life or Death, bro, that's a great song.
0: Yeah, whatever works, man. I'm putting you guys on the spot because I like all of them and I wasn't able to choose.
1: Life or Death, bro? Yeah, it's fine.
0: Okay, and what's special about Life or Death? Mm.
2: Life or Death is so so special because it was actually an original written in 2014 song. So this song actually is six, seven years, six years old. It was one of the first songs that we ever written together. It was in the first batch of songs that we kind of put together that we wrote. And for some reason, I don't know, like we just wanted to revive it and it's a really special song cuz it reminds me of when we first started playing together cuz we wrote that song you know in our first little uh you know when we first started to get together i like to hear this song the way it was meant to be heard like in full like production and it really sounds like how i like envisioned it to sound when we first wrote it but we our first two demos were cool but they were like recorded in our practice space or at a the church so we really didn't get to get the the full production, real studio uh, touch to it. But now that we have, it's one of my favorite songs.
1: We have been seeing a lot of death in our world lately. We're all going to die someday. Where are we going to go? What's our next journey? Well, it's eternal life in Jesus Christ. And he has a place that he prepared for us that is so beautiful with no more pain, suffering, hurt, tears, nothing. And he did that for us because he loves us so much. He did it for every single one of us. That's why this song's special to me because we do live for eternity.
2: This song was written during like the ISIS. Remember when like like it was all over the news like the ISIS stuff? That's who wrote it because that's all you've seen over the news was ISIS beheadings. And if you really break down like the lyrics, you can see the reflection of that and hear that because what we're saying that you know pain on earth is only temporary. You know, keep your mind on things above. You know, like knowing that, you know, this isn't the final stop. That's what really inspired me because I was getting blown away. These people literally, you know, given a choice, you know, denounce Christ or we're going to cut your head off. And it kind of was just like this faith is like hard steel. And I thought that was just amazing.
0: Guys, this has been a great talk. Thanks so much for coming and sharing about Reliance with the Antidote.
1: Yeah, it was, we had a great time.
2: Well, thanks for having us, Dave, man. Appreciate it. Don't forget, to, uh, we want everybody out there to uh, listen to our new album. Uh, you can find it on thumperpunkrecords.com, um, Spotify, like all the sites where you can stream, um, and uh, Reliance777 at Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. So, you know, you can find us wherever there's social media.